A breakthrough program developed by the Madison Police Department. They have created a new hate crimes task force. The chief in Madison is Sean Barnes, and Chief Barnes is with us on the WTMJ hotline. Chief, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Thank you for having me. So what's the purpose of a specific hate crimes task force? What are you hoping to accomplish? You know, over the last, I would probably say, six weeks, uh, I've received several phone calls from members of our community who, quite frankly, were legitimately afraid uh, for their safety uh, because of things people have said or done. And then we had several instances, uh, including the most recent vandalism, where someone's property was damaged. Uh, Last year, we had uh, some students who were attacked because they were of Asian-American descent. And I just believe in being proactive. Uh, that's always been something that our police department has, has managed. And I think that um, the Hate Crimes Task Force is just our uh, efforts to problem solve, to be proactive, to let people know that we take these reported incidents very seriously, uh, to make everyone aware of any potential uh, safety threats that may be to the, uh, to the safety of our community and to make sure that we're working collaboratively with our law enforcement partners. I'm definitely proud uh, to announce that uh, UW Police Department has asked to be a part of our task force, and we certainly welcome them and their insights as well. So, Chief Barnes, it's set up as a 90-day task force that launched at the beginning of the year. Is it possible for this to be extended, or or what happens after those 90 days? Absolutely. It's a 90-day task force with an assessment period. Part of what we do here at the Madison Police Department is the problem-solving method, and it requires that whenever an initiative uh, is introduced that there is an assessment period. So I chose 90 days uh, to assess whether or not we're we're communicating effectively, whether or not we have improved victim uh, service delivery, whether or not uh, people feel uh, safer if we're seeing some of the calls for service and incidences go down, and whether or not we need to change our approach. Uh, too many times, I think, uh, in policing, uh, we don't take advantage of an opportunity to assess where you are before moving into something more permanently. So it's not to say that we're not going to continue it, but it is to say that it's 90 days and then they will be followed by what we call a rigorous assessment period. Madison Police Chief Sean Barnes is with us on WTMJ. Chief, what happens when the uh, task force ultimately disbands? Will they make recommendations? Will they generate a report? Yeah, you know, we can. We will definitely uh, generate a report. We will do that, and it will become a part of my annual report for the year 2024. Um, but we hope we can disband. We hope that uh, the temperature uh, uh, in Madison is reduced. We hope that with what we're doing, we can lay a blueprint for other police departments around the state uh, and, and, again, around the country who may be dealing with this. Uh, so I hope that sometime this year we won't need a hate crimes task force. But for now, we are having people, uh, community members, again, who are calling me, calling their neighborhood policing officer and asking questions uh, about their safety. Chief, I wanted to ask you about something else going on out there, Madison Proximity Project. This is such a unique program. Explain it. Is it community members and Madison police officers shadowing each other? Tell us about the Madison Proximity Project. 
That's exactly right. Uh, the Proximity Project, I'm so proud of that and our community uh, engagement specialist, Alex Ricketts. Uh, we were having a conversation, and um, I was talking to him about some things that I believe are, are vitally important for understanding, and one of them is proximity. I don't think you can understand people or problems from a distance. And so we came up with a program where officers will shadow a community member in their place of business, their place of work uh, for about four hours, half a shift. And then those uh, community members will then shadow the officers, uh, whether they're detectives or, or neighborhood policing officers or patrol officers. And then we're going to bring the first cohort together over a dinner uh, to talk about what they learn from each other and their various perspectives uh, about life. Sometimes, you know, people get busy and they're moving back and forth to meetings and they may be driving just a little fast. You pull them over and they say, hey, man, I got this meeting I got to go to. Sometimes that's hard for us to understand, right, because people wait for us. Uh, but indeed, it's just a natural part of life. And so anytime we can give folks an opportunity to come together and share their lived experiences, I want to take a part of that. You know, Chief, one of the things we've been talking about here for the last several weeks uh, are the, the utilization of police officers in Milwaukee public schools and other school districts in southeastern Wisconsin. Do you find value in having student resource officers from the police department in the school systems in the Madison area? And, and is there a connection point where you can build that positive relationship between officer and student? The answer is yes, yes, and a resounding yes. Um, I have uh, I've been fortunate to start my professional career as a public school teacher. I taught history in a public school teach uh, public school system for four years before becoming a police officer. And during my time as a police officer, I had the opportunity to be a school resource officer and to command a group of school resource officers. And I understand that the job isn't about arrest. It is about making those meaningful connections with students, showing yourself as a public servant and as a resource to people. There are a lot of things that go on uh, in schools that a lot of people don't know about. There are child custody issues that may be going on. There may be issues with food security. There may be issues with domestic violence or child abuse. We stand as a resource, uh, as a protector, and as a guide for people in the school system. I think it's a mistake to relegate SROs to simply people that we may or may not arrest. And I can tell you this, when you have a school resource officer in a school, more times than not, a person will be diverted from the criminal justice system because we have the tools and the resources and the trainings to make those decisions. We're not in the school systems now in Madison that happened prior to my arrival. I would encourage uh, the powers that be and our school board and whoever the new superintendent is to come to the table and let's talk about what a memorandum of understanding would look like to bring our officers who really want to help, who really have a heart for ensuring that our students are successful back to the table and let's do the right thing. Hey, Chief, in preparing for the interview, I was doing a little bit of research and uh, you are married to quite a woman. Stephanie Dance Barnes is the real deal. What's it like to be married to a geneticist, a biologist, and be the second smartest person in your own house? <laughs> I may be the third. I've got a new puppy that's a cockadoodle or something. I don't know, cockapoo, something like that. And uh, he's pretty smart, so I'm, I'm down at the at the end. You know, my wife is is extremely um, uh, incredible. She's really the the inspiration behind everything. Really, kind of why 
I got a PhD. I was like, you know what? I'm smart too. Let me see what I can do. But <laughs> I can't hold a candle to her. Um, I will say that my wife is a, is a cancer researcher. Um, she works um, uh, obviously as a dean over the College of Science and Health. But more importantly, her passion has been uh, breast cancer prevention. And I will say that breast cancer affects everyone. It's not about women. It's about everyone. So you get an opportunity to to uh, show some gratitude to someone or to bless someone, you should definitely do that and encourage people to be healthy because that's what she works on. Madison Police Chief Sean Barnes. Let's do this more often, Chief. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Absolutely. Anytime you need me, just let me know.